0: Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode
1: 80, eighty-eight. Look at me. You didn't have to tell me. I already knew it. Uh, I'm not sure 18. about that. Had to think about it a minute, but I got it right. Guys, I'm in Pennsylvania. Sarah's home uh, in Tuttle, and we're doing this remotely, so she didn't even tell me what episode this was. I'm getting good at it.
2: I would hope by now you could catch on.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I remember it, but... I, uh, I did, so whatever, but, uh, no, hanging out in Pennsylvania, it's actually kind of overcast and jury here today, Tuesday, we're doing this on Tuesday, and looking forward to going to Port Royal this weekend, uh, one of my favorite tracks, the results haven't showed it lately, but, uh, one of my favorite tracks to go to, and reminds me of, uh, racing back at Oklahoma City back in the day, a big half mile, kind of flat, and, uh, so like our package that we've kind of stumbled across or figured out here in the last month or so, uh, I think our package will be really good there. So looking forward to going there and seeing uh if we can have some good results because 'cause it's been uh been a while since we ran well there. I think uh I think I run fifth at a gum out race back in two thousand two, so it's been a couple of days since we ran well there.
2: And where did you pull that stat from? I just know. Oh, okay. Well, I just took a look at your uh, forecast for this weekend, and I sure hope you get to race. It doesn't look too promising right now.
1: No, it doesn't. It's, uh, from what I've seen, like 50% chance of rain this weekend, and that's why I thought about driving to me home this week and flying back on Friday. But, of course, we couldn't find any flights that worked, and I didn't want to come on Thursday. It didn't make any sense to come home for just a couple of days, so I'm still stuck there here. You
2: sit. Yep. Good times. You're not missing anything here.
1: No, I guess not. But uh, kinda of crappy weather today. Kinda of been on and off actually all week, a little bit of rain here and there. But uh had a good dinner last night. We uh got groceries and actually grilled out here, me and the boys and the sides group and uh had a good time. We cooked pork chops and uh some sausages and pineapple and uh something made of salad and some beans and all kinds of stuff. I'm trying to. Oh, and, and when we had mashed potatoes and great, our mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese because Jay, uh, Jay had a, uh, I don't know what they're called, but just warm up in the microwave. I didn't have a lot of that, but it was, It tastes good, but not probably not good for you.
2: Sounds like you guys are doing just fine, out there.
1: Yeah, we had a lot of food. We had a lot of food. You know how we always do it. I over- overdid it, so we had lots and lots of food, but. Uh, a good time to hang out and visit and just bull crap and tell stories and and uh real some food and instead of going out and having fast food all the time or so that was kind of a good night
2: well that's good yeah nothing much going here we have some results to go over for this weekend the williams grove what do they call that the national open yeah you um, didn't have many results we don't have much to talk about it's going to be short and sweet <laughs>
1: No, we'll talk about something.
2: Okay. Well, I'm sure you can fill us in on your thought process. It was a pretty pretty uh, short-lived weekend. I know I was getting lots of texts and questions, and you weren't really keeping me filled in on what was going on. So I'm interested to hear your, your thoughts. So we'll just go into those results if you'd like. On Friday, looks like you qualified 17th in Group A, started – 10th and the first heat did you run that heat or not
1: how about you watched
2: honey i fell on friday (laughs) and got hurt and i did not watch the races
1: well let's just go back to friday we uh actually were quick time in our group of hot laps and i thought man uh this uh this is going to translate into a pretty good night tonight too because you know we've been pretty good up to that point and I thought, well, we ain't going to change anything. I think our car's pretty fast and we really don't have a very good package there. I haven't really felt very comfortable, but I felt really good in hot laps and, and I thought I laid down a pretty damn good lap in fall time, but it ended up 17th quick, which is not good. So, uh, we looked at the heat race. We we're supposed to start ninth in the first heat and, uh, just made no sense to me to go out and try to run, uh, run that thing because if you don't finish in the top seven you're in the C main so no reason to be in the C and then try to race your way through the C to get to the back of the B and then try to run the back of the B to try to get to the A on a racetrack that actually I think sucks Uh, I know there's a lot of Pennsylvania people I'll probably catch crap for but Williams Grove back in the day when I came here 20 years ago you know I felt like we raced right against the fence and right around the bottom. And now they build a curb, and it just gets kind of one lane, and just really not very racy. And it was pretty wet on Friday. Uh, I know they had some rain last week, but uh, it was pretty damn wet. And I felt like it to be hard to pass. And it, it actually uh, turned out that way. If you watch, look at the results. Not a lot of passing the heats. And then uh, come feature time, you know, they there were some movers and shakers. I don't know. I think I think Freddie moved up quite a ways and I think Dietrich moved up to there but you know those guys race here every week and uh, kind of know the track better than than uh, you know the guys that travel so they did pretty good but uh, all in all we just made a qualifying effort that didn't really work for us I didn't feel like we needed to spend any money wearing tires out or putting more time on the motors or any of that stuff because I just didn't feel like we had a car that was good enough to get there and And that's just
2: part of it. Okay. Well, on that note, I thought of a question. When you make these, like, game time decisions after qualifying to scratch the night, I know a lot goes into that in regards to, you know, knowing what the track's like, all those things. But does it play into it that we're so far into the season? And as far as points are back in, you know, 11th and 12th place or wherever we're at, Nothing's really changing at this point, and so you really have nothing to gain in that regard? I mean, would you do, if this was a race that was in the first ten races of the season, do you think you would have made that same call?
1: Uh, yeah, probably not, just because, you know, in the first ten races you're still, you know, the points. I mean, if we're sitting in third or fourth of points or whatever, you know, just like Bad Sweet, <clears throat> he qualified back, started ninth in the heat race, didn't get out of his heat, started... Whatever in the in the B main didn't get out of the B main. He raced them, and then he took a provisional and started last on Friday night. Uh, so you know, I mean, if we're in that situation, you have to race. But <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, Jacob's a couple hundred points ahead of us, and we're like 350 points or something like that ahead of Jason. So really, there's no nothing to gain there, other than maybe going out and getting your shit torn up or hurting the motor for really nothing, because you don't get paid till the end of the night when it comes feature time. And, you know, we've already got our tow money and all that stuff, so at the end of the day, we made money by just parking it. I mean, I want to race. I still love to race. I want to race every lap I can, but sometimes the elder, I guess you say, say, uh, our, the, you know, More part of it comes out and says, you know, this is stupid. And it sucks because you know, we have a race team out here and we want to race, but at the end of the day, it's still a business and you got to make the right business decision at times.
2: Okay, well, I like your explanation there and I just thought of that question as you were describing that. So that puts us into Saturday where we had to make some more business decisions. Qualified 19th in Group B, started 10th in Heat 3. I show that you finished 8th in that Heat and then we scratched.
1: Right. Well, same kind of scenario. We didn't qualify good. We had drew a late number this time, and, uh, you know, and I shouldn't say it like that because David Gravel was on, on the track with me, and he ended up third quick, and I ended up 19th, and, uh, you know, then I put a start 10th in, in a heat race, and the night before I was frustrated because I felt like maybe we should have started the heat, but, you know, we were in the first heat, and it was, you know, those, that's the fastest heat and the racetrack's the best it's going to be. And, you know, I thought it was going to be hard to pass. Well, and it was, but the second night, we started 10th. We didn't run the heat last night. Maybe we should run the heat because never know. Something could happen. Maybe a guys getting a wreck or, you know, who knows? We maybe we can get through there. But I, I mean, I was optimistic, but honestly, I didn't think we could get there. But started 10th. Yeah. Started 10th. run eight, which started, put have started 12th in the B main and same scenario i thought guys we're not going to get there from 12. i mean you had some really good cars up there and so we're just going to wear out a set of tires and we are or, or put time on the, on the motor and and maybe hurt some tires and everything that we've done you know right now we just and park it and move on to the next week where you know we have maybe we have a fighting chance we got to qualify better i mean these races are all about qualifying and you know that i mean look at brad sweet i use him for example but you know he uh qualified bad at the grove didn't get through his seat didn't get through the b main and had to and had to take a provision so i've got three provisionals left and uh we got two three four five let's see sorry two three four five races left other than charlotte which at charlotte we have unlimited provisionals being a platinum member but so we have, I have three provisionals and five races left. So I thought about, you know, this weekend's a big deal. Uh, maybe if we're fast and we have a flat tire or something and miss it, then we can take provisionals here. But uh, just want to make sure and save those to be able to race in front of the hometown crowds if we miss races at Loughlin or Devils Bowl or Kansas City. So just thought about that. And you know, I want to race in front of our fans, local people back home that support us for a long time, and the car owners are going to be there and all that stuff. So. That way they definitely get to see the car race too, but just, uh, I don't know, just late in the season, ready for this to be over with, uh, regroup, figure out what we plan is for next year, and, and move on.
2: Okay. Well, you definitely had a lot more to talk about than I thought we would, so that's good. Um definitely ready to move on to this weekend. I hope you get to race. I don't know that I'll get to watch much, um, and then the races that are closer to home, I'm excited about those.
1: Well, let's talk about what your plan is this weekend. We since this is a oh, short, good. short uh, podcast. What uh, tell, tell the listeners what what you got going this week?
2: Uh, good times ahead. Running the Chicago Marathon with my sister and my girlfriends, and uh, just you know, a casual twenty six point two miles on a Sunday. And we're hoping it doesn't More. rain because the forecast is starting to go toward rain, and that's never a fun time. But we'll make the best of it.
1: What you do uh, this past Sunday?
2: I uh, ran Oklahoma City Half Marathon. I've, I've, I'm drinking the juice again. I've always been a runner, but now that I'm back at it, I was texting my coach yesterday asking if I could run the Tulsa run in October, and she was like, hey, now, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> oh, so, just back to so, running.
1: So you ran 13.1 miles on Sunday, and this next Sunday you're going to run 26.2. So I'm just trying to trying to get the listeners to understand what you're doing in the the next and and actually in seven days so
2: we never said i wasn't crazy i many many years ago i qualified for the marathon maniacs and the qualification for that is you have to run two full marathons within a two-week period so basically back-to-back weekends um and that's kind of what started this craziness so this will be marathon number 16
1: or 17 well we always knew that you wasn't very
2: Yeah, look who I hang out with. (laughs) Okay, well, let's take a break, and we'll come back and get questions of the week.
0: Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. 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 Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high quality custom Nomex race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information.
1: Okay, guys, we're back. Questions of the week, my favorite part.
2: Good times. Good times. Well, if you can think of another segment we could replace it with, I'd be happy to change it up, but this seems to work, so we're going with it. This week we got a question from Thomas. He said, if you could remove one track from the schedule, which one would it be? And if you could add one track to the schedule, which one would it be?
1: <laughs> well, that's easy. Way in I can't stand the place. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. just never been able to figure it out. Uh, you know, back in the heyday when we were really good with the 360s and we came here and uh, felt like uh, we were probably dominant car at that time, we come around fifth. So that tells you how much I like this place. So, but definitely would be Williams Grove. Uh, If there's a racetrack that we could add to the schedule, that I think would be a hoot, and that's Red Dirt Raceway. Oh Uh, yeah, you love that place. I think Cody and them do a really good job there in that little bull ring, and and uh, makes it makes some really fun racing, and you know. You know, I've tried to get the outlaws talk. Try, try, try to talk to them, you know, to to go there. But you know, the All Stars went there, and uh, if you Google that and Red Dirt Raceway All Star race and just watch that race, you talk about a hell of a race. It was uh, Larson and and uh, Dietrich and Reitzel, basically three wide for the whole race. I mean, and that's that's just what uh, that's the kind of race we all like to watch. I mean, I'm a fan too, and these follow the leader races just are horrible, and that's why one of the reasons I don't like the growth. I think that uh, the racetrack was pretty much follow leader until five laps to go, and just Macedo wanted it worse than than uh, Shuhart. I mean, that's basically what it boiled down to. I mean, I know there were some guys that moved. I mean, uh, Brad went from 19th to 10th, but there was, a lot, there was a few cautions, and everything kind of played out his way, and he was a hard charger, but for the most part, there was not a lot of passing, but that Red Dirt Raceway puts on a heck of a show, weekly show. They run, uh, I don't know what all they run, they run a bunch of stuff there, but, you know, I don't think that I've ever been there for any race that I've ever seen. I've never seen a bad race, I don't don't think.
2: Okay, well, Thomas, we appreciate that question. I kind of knew that you would answer Williams Grove and Red Dirt, knowing you, but. Uh We appreciate the question, and if you guys have any questions of the week, know that you can always send those in, and we'd be happy to have Wayne answer them. And they don't have to be racing-related. They can be random, like the questions I like to ask. So my question is, would you rather be without the Internet for a week or without social media? And I'm asking because yesterday all the social media went down, and I'm just wondering how you handled that.
1: I'm okay with it. Honestly, I think it all needs to go away. I didn't have it as a kid. I think that's probably that's part of the problem with our world. I mean, I know I'm on social media and the Internet and all that stuff quite quite a bit just because you're bored stiff in these travels and the motorhome and all that stuff. But you know what? When I was a kid, we figured it out. We didn't have all that crap. So I'm okay with either. Just get rid of it all. And you know what? Maybe the society would be a much better place.
2: Well, look at you, just the voice of reason. Uh, so answer the question though. if you could be without the internet or without social media, which one would you choose to be without? They're uh, different
1: I would say definitely social media. I could deal with the uh, out without it I could do you know just have the internet to to surf there and I mean I need the internet sometimes just to figure out where we're going next, so the internet, I would definitely say I would rather have the internet than social media.
2: okay, I agree. Uh, Internet's been helpful. And I get a lot of from... random.
1: And I get a lot of random questions that if, I mean, like on my Facebook and and on Twitter and stuff, I get questions that if you would just, if the person would just think about it before they ask it, they already know the answer. So.
2: Oh, honey, you have no idea. <laughs> when you're racing, I get so many random questions because people know they can message me, and oh my goodness, yeah. I don't know. It's the world we live in, I suppose. But, yeah, I don't know. Almost everything's google bull. That's a word, google bull. <laughs> so Is look that it hard? up. That's what I tell my kids. Look it up. Okay, well, you got anything else to add for this week's episode?
1: No. Uh, I wish we had your your badge number or plate number or whatever the heck they call those things. <laughs> that way we could give them to the people and they, maybe they could watch you on the <laughs> – on the internet, my but,
2: my badger plate number. They call them a bib, and actually, I can give you my bib number. I just have to look it up right here because they sent it to me. So let's maybe, see.
1: Maybe the listeners would want to watch you run a sub four hour twenty six miles,
2: sir. That's not happening this weekend. But you're welcome to watch because it could take quite a while. Uh, let's see. I said I could find it. Pause. My bid number is ready. Three two three one eight. Three two three one eight. And there is a tracking oh, online, go. so if you want to track me uh, running, go for it. Should be fun. You you could track my sister. I don't know what her bid number is, but she's always up front. So she's actually starting like two hours before us. So she will m- most likely be done before we get <laughs> two or three miles into it. So her day is going to be a lot quicker than ours, but it'll be a that's good
1: time. Steph's a, Steph's a runner, and she's – I shouldn't say she's a runner. She's fast. She, uh, she'll she do, what, 26 miles in two hours, 40 minutes?
2: Yep, that's about right. Um, it's supposed to be rainy and a little warmer than normal, so that goes into our pacing. So she may be a little slower than that, but 245, 240, that's where she's usually at. She's a quick quick one. She starts up there with the elites, and we're way in the back. We don't start until 830 right. in the morning.
1: Well, there you go, guys. If you get bored on Sunday and you want to see how fast or slow Sarah runs, or where she's at on the on the path, there you go. Look it up okay. on, uh, on on that internet that you're not on going that to internet, internet thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can visit the merchandise shop online at waynejohnson2c.com. Uh, I think the trailer's back on the road with you guys. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh Michaela's back out. The truck is back fixed and I think uh from what I understand the truck and trailer will be at the
2: last of
1: all the all the events till the end. So that's good. Yeah.
2: I think barring any um unforeseen <clears throat> circumstances it's gonna be there. So get out, get your merch. We've been getting some online orders too. So if you do that and just know everything's in the trailer and it may be a little delayed, but we've still got stuff out there if you want to order it. You can follow along with us anytime on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Wayne Johnson Racing. And you can get a hold of us anytime by call or text at 405 362 0620. You can always email us at WayneJohnsonRacing at yahoo.com.
1: Well, that's all we got this week, guys. Till next week, keep listening.
0: This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, We'll see you at the tracks.